Good Sunday, March 22, 2020. I'm Sabah Fakuri for the Heart and Home podcast. Today, I want to talk about the greatest you. The boxer Muhammad Ali said he was the greatest, and he was. He was known all over the world. What vision do you have for yourself? And what thoughts are you holding on to? I want to talk to you about your legacy and how do you want to be remembered? Because confidence comes from preparation. So when opportunity knocks, you grab the brass ring with both hands. Fear holds us back. It held Muhammad Ali's youngest daughter, Layla, for one year before she took up the sport of boxing. She did it in secrecy at first. When her father, the greatest, told her women weren't cut out to box. It was a man's sport, he said. And it was hard. Later, when Layla got her first opponent knocked out in 54 seconds, he smiled. And he admitted he was wrong. He had made a mistake. You know, making mistakes is how we learn. We learn how to do it better the next time around. I always look to athletes as one of the best examples because They have to learn how to hold their vision as they train every day. The same principles apply for any goal. Visionaries teach us to keep the end result in your mind. For Leila Ali, it was the medals she was holding in her hand. We learned how the late Kobe Bryant coached others to study game tapes to better prepare in the sport of basketball. It was their job to be a lean, mean fighting machine. They had a purpose. They held a vision. They pursued a specific goal. Now, not everyone strives to be an athlete, but you can take their drive, determination, and focus to get what you want. A few things that I've learned when creating your vision. Keep it general. Don't worry about the details or the how, because those worries will keep you from putting yourself in motion toward your goals. If you're wondering why you don't have what you want or why everyone isn't happy, healthy, and rich, it's because their focus is on other things. You know, I don't have to tell you that many people are busy trying to stay alive wondering where their next meal will come from, their next drink, getting high or having sex. It's human nature to gravitate toward escapism and things that make us feel better. Oh, and food is also in that mix. Emotional eating has left almost half of Americans um, struggling with obesity and other health issues as a result of not taking care of their bodies. However, we feed our body two things, food and thoughts. 
if you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like what you see, change it. If you have the power to do that. It's not about willpower though. That only lasts so long before you lose steam. In an earlier podcast, I shared my struggles with my weight, but I knew it was more than just changing one habit, such as stopping the consumption of sugary drinks. I had to do more, such as exercise. So I began walking every day because it was easier and funner to circle the neighborhood and get fresh air. Being outdoors is the best thing because you also gain vitamin D from the sunlight, which leads to better mental health. Even if it's cloudy, go out anyways. Raining, no problem. I can remember one day I decided that I wasn't going to let the rain stop me. I grabbed an umbrella and ran with the umbrella. The sun is there above the clouds. You don't have to see it. Of course, clear blue skies are ideal, but not always a reality depending on what area of the country you live in. As our world changes each day, we have to realize that we have to adapt to those changes. It's best to go with the flow rather than against it. This is an opportunity to reinvent yourself and your life because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Having a dream, a goal, a mission gives you something to focus on instead of going down the path of fear if you focus on the doom and gloom of the coronavirus pandemic, especially in Italy right now. Doctors there are warning us that this could happen here. Stories of the faces of the U.S. victims of coronavirus began to appear in the media yesterday with the loss of a colleague at NBC, a family in New Jersey, a DJ in New Orleans. They're not all elderly either, folks. And they were gone fast, within weeks of getting pneumonia or feeling ill. The demographics are of people in their 40s, people we expect could fight off the virus. And I read their stories. I'm glad that they are being honored. Each leaves a legacy of how they lived their life. That led me to think about how I would like to be remembered. It also made me aware that anyone's days could be cut short. Here I am making plans, writing, reading, and learning from podcasts and webinars, worrying about my aging parents, thinking that I'm going to be able to weather the storm? But I don't know that for sure. If anything does happen to me and I do die with my dreams inside of me, I know that I was the greatest aunt to 16 nieces and nephews. That I know for sure. I was a good worker, showed up on time, gave my all to help others, and at times, insubordinate. But all that doesn't matter. Disagreements don't define your relationships. You do by how you frame them, react to them, and or learn from them. So you become a better person. That's what you are today. Because of the adversity, you've become the greatest you. And that's something that should make you proud. I wouldn't want it any other way. For the Heart and Home Podcast, I'm Sabah Fakuri. 
Thank you for listening.